hi. Hi. Uh, we're gonna recap real quickly on the last episode, which was like about Hegel and whether it progresses uh, in a positive note or a negative note. And we talked about free will and morality. So now in this segment, we're gonna be talking about Pedro Páramo and more of like what it lacks, what it lacks about humanity. So to start off, uh, Pedro Páramo is an interesting character, <laughs> seeing as he has sociopathic tendencies. And right off the bat, that doesn't look humane. He's he's not humane at all, even though he's like in love, so to say, with Susana, is a childhood crush. But I don't really think that um, humanizes him in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that love was <laughs> not love. Yeah. Um, it was more obsession and maybe infatuation of holding on to something mm-hmm. at the beginning of your childhood when everything was okay. Yeah. And um, that's the only source of happiness he could have, so he just held on to that. And I think that led up to his downfall even more. Not his evil acts or anything, but... Mm-hmm his obsessive love yeah. ended up to his downfall. And that says a lot about us as humans. We have a very obsessive um, outlook, just like Frankenstein with, um, just like in Frankenstein, where um, the monster was obsessed with getting revenge and um, his creator was obsessed with creating him and just cutting off everything, disassociating from the world just as Jason did in Sound of Fury as well. He kind of um, opposed the inevitable, which was times changing. So he would um, be angry at <laughs> something you can't prevent, which is the times changing in a flux world. And so he took that out on his niece, and it ended up being the downfall of his whole family. Yeah. So, so kind of all that goes to say, like, I guess what you're trying to say is that obsession kind of like takes away from like humanity. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, because I mean, as she pointed out earlier, this book it, uh, I think to talk about what it means to be human in regards to this book, you have to talk about what this book lacks about being human. And um, I mean, going back to his relationship with Susanna, I think that that's the one thing, even if it is an infatuation type relationship. I think that's the one thing in this book about Pedro that makes him even the slightest bit of human. The fact that he has a relationship with someone who he doesn't want to kill. And he does <laughs> and, and the fact that he can just agree like I'm sorry. The fact that he could um he actually like likes one one singular person, has wants to have a relationship with them and wants to have the actual human connection that the rest of this book lacks. Because no one else in this book seems to want to have connection. Especially not Tom. Especially not Pedro. He wants to do everything for himself and um and he will kill everyone and he will start everyone until he gets that. But, but go ahead. Okay. Um but everyone else has been kind of pulled into this type of stigma and society. I feel like um there was a certain part in the book where the old lady was like, oh how excited she must be when Pedro knocked on her door to basically have sex with her and is it what was it Christina um maybe I don't know but um that 
it just shows that okay yeah that was um what's it called the only redeeming factor in him but then everyone had a messed up version of love in this book because seeing that being like oh that's a good thing and stuff like that like oh like she must be happy Mm. that's sad (laughs) yeah especially since this is mexico especially in comala and this is i looked up that this was written in the 1950s so there's like a civil war going on and right now it's still pretty bad still Mm -hmm. uh and in Mexico, the defining feature is machismo, or like patriarchy. Yeah. Where it's like the man's dominant in the house, and like yeah. homosexuals are like wrong and evil and all that, because yeah. this is Catholic too. And like, it's seen as like the guys, like having total control of their girlfriends, mm-hmm. as like a really strong man, and like a really good man, because mm-hmm. dominance. And you see that in Pedro quite a lot. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there's also a lack of um, looking up to a more divine being as dominance rather than... Yeah. They would look to, like, humans and strong men when they would claim to be Catholic, which is yeah. weird. Or they would look up to money. They especially drive everything. Yeah. 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 Maybe the only way you could, like, truly be saved is if you're Pedro and you have a lot of yeah. money. Yes. And even then, you could talk about how Susanna, she refused to be saved. Because even though Pedro would have given her the money and gotten her saved in an mm-hmm. instant, she refused to be saved. And um, I think that kind of ties into religion. And what again, like what this book lacks about being human, because I think a, a part of being human is having, um, in a way, having your religion and something that you're able to look up to. And in this book, there is no aspect of that. Because what religion they do have is corrupt, and if it's mm-hmm. only true if you have religion. I mean, it's only true if you have money, I'm sorry. <laughs> and so, I guess in conclusion, we talked about how this book, to, to see what it means to be human in this book, we talked about how it, what it lacks, really, like how it lacks relationships and how it lacks religion, how it lacks... Um, how it lacks, like, a compassion. ending up... Yeah, yeah compassion and love and stuff like that. And the one aspect that, of humanity that we did see in this book is how Pedro wants a relationship with just one person. But overall, this book just it helps us understand what it does mean to be human, I think. That's uh, the main takeaway from it. I want to point out, like, just um, in relation to the allegory of the cave by Plato, mm. this also ended up being that type of situation. Like, a guy, um, Juan, came to um, oh, I see. the town and he was ready to figure out um, the story of what happened to his dad out of curiosity in the end, where we thought this guy was going to be the savior. Yeah. <laughs> he died. Yeah. yeah. Just like the guy in the cave. So are we stuck in this endless cycle of, even though we don't want it, even though we're aware of it, at the end of the day, it is within us. And maybe acknowledging that and the good counterparts of us makes us human i guess because everyone's capable of tremendous evil and tremendous good yes it's whether you act upon it or not and they acted upon (laughs) what they believe as tremendous well what we see as tremendous evil they didn't think it was like that at all so that's interesting. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right, so we hit all the main points, basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.